This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. The best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide, hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all your devices, and you can get a special price and a 31-day money-back guarantee all by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. So we talked about it earlier, Avram. Lots of announcements this week. Uh, some of them not as weird as the one we just talked about, right? Yes. So ah, this uh, so this is a really big, uh, big month coming up in the world of video cards and CPUs. AMD this week uh, took the wraps off, uh, made announcements about its new line of Radeon graphics cards, the Radeon 6800, 6800 XT, and 6900 XT. These are the first AMD graphics cards that are actually going to, or by, I should say, this is by um, AMD's numbers, so obviously... We're expecting at some point to get them and to test them. So don't um, don't just go by what AMD says, of course. But uh, by what they say, these cards should be competitive with, if not beating, the uh, equivalent new NVIDIA cards. So the, the 6800 XT should be uh, equivalent to, if not beating, the new NVIDIA RTX 3080. And the 6900 XT should be equivalent to, if not beating, the RTX 3090. Uh, and the 5800 should be, equ- I mean, the 6800 should be equivalent to, uh, if not beating, the RTX 3070, which also just came out this week. Um, so, we're so those are all due out later in later in November. Uh, and also, before then, we expect the new AMD CPUs to come out, the uh, the new Ryzen chips. Uh, they will be the Ryzen 5000 series, uh, and they will go from the uh, 299, a 299 Ryzen 5 model to a, I think it's 750 uh, Ryzen 9 model. And these new CPUs are supposed to be um, actually overtake Intel for gaming performance. Previously, Intel had the advantage when it came to CPU performance for gaming. And according to AMD, they now have higher clock speeds. They have more instructions per clock. Uh, They're on a seven nanometer process, which means they can, there's less space between the transistors. They can pack more uh, more transistors in a smaller space. So uh, so really powerful new CPUs coming from AMD within a couple of weeks and really powerful new GPUs to match NVIDIA's graphics cards that have all just recently come out in the RTX 3070, 3080, and 3090. But guess what? You, you can't get any of these new NVIDIA cards and when the AMD uh, CPUs and graphics cards become available, uh, I fear that you may not be able to get those either. When I say that you 
are not able to get them. I mean that they sell out so fast that within minutes they're gone. If a store has stock, within minutes it's gone and taken often by scalpers where you will then find the same card selling your $800 card selling for $1,500 on eBay. So NVIDIA has said they have, they know they have stock issues. It's going to take a while. So meanwhile, you know, if you want to, if you want to build a gaming PC, you're in a little bit of a quandary right now. If you want to build a high-end gaming PC within the next few weeks or even probably before the end of this year you're going to be faced with a dilemma first of all the nvidia cards are going to continue to be difficult to get there may be a day when something come when you get lucky and something in you were looking for a 3080 or a 3070 and you see one and real quick you're able to buy it and get it at, at the regular price that's great but for a lot of people for most people they're, they're going to continue to have a problem finding those for a long time. And then these new AMD cards that are coming out that promise to be just as fast, if not faster. Well, AMD says that they're not going to have, they're, that they're taking steps to avoid scalpers and bots. But again, if the demand is so high for these products, which it almost certainly will be, then there's a good chance that supply won't be able to keep up. And that may apply to the CPUs also. So, if you are, if you are trying, if you want to build a premium gaming PC, this may be a this is a terrible time to build a gaming PC. Now, if you want to build a gaming PC that costs, let's say, less than twelve hundred dollars, you don't want to spend more than about three hundred dollars on your video card and more than about three hundred dollars on your CPU. Now is a fine time because the low end to really low mid cards aren't being replaced. So they're in plentiful stock. You can get them. They're not gonna really get any cheaper than they are now. So, so without buyer's remorse, you can get uh, something like a GTX 1660 card or an AMD uh, Radeon RX 5700 card, but um, I would really advise against trying to buy the old NVIDIA cards that are now being replaced because their prices are through the roof and for no reason, no good reason. So, for example, the 3080, which is the card everybody wants, is the replacement for the 2080. NVIDIA is not really making the 2080 anymore. So if you see one on if you see one for sale it may be a thousand dollars well why would you want to pay a thousand dollars for an, the card that's outdated that's being replaced by an 800 dollars card right um so the prices for the 2060 2070 and 2080 cards uh ha, are really a, way above where they should be i mean you may find a 2060 for under 400 dollars, and if you really um and it, it wouldn't be the worst thing to have happened to you, right? To, to, to spend, say, less than 400 on that, on a RTX 2060 or 2060 Supercard. But above that level, the older cards are way overpriced. And unfortunately, the newer cards are either hard to get or you have to get them through a scalper. So 
this is a really difficult situation that we're in. Uh, obviously, if you want to to build a PC with you know lower end parts, it's fine. If you want to use an Intel CPU, um, it's okay for the CPU. You still have the graphics card problems because Intel is not coming out with a new CPU uh, until sometime in Q1. Uh, but if you want to buy an AMD CPU, um, any AMD CPU that's say $300 or more, you certainly want to wait and see how these new ones affect the market. So it's a trying time. Now, another possibility for everyone is not to build a PC and to buy a pre-built one. And you may be able to get one of these uh, hard to get graphics cards that way. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, Tom's Hardware recovered the fact that Alienware uh, was selling a whole bunch of PCs with RTX 3080 in them, and they were shipping within two weeks. Now, they were very expensive, uh, but, you know, you were, they were shipping, you know, and you you could pre-build a PC with one. Granted, you know, the entry-level uh, model was like $1,900 for something with like a hard drive and eight gigs of RAM. Oof. So... You know, the you you had to configure it up to get it to be a worthwhile computer. Like having a 3080 card, but having a hard drive, and I think it was like a hard drive, a Core i5, and eight gigs of RAM or something. Um, not exactly desirable. So by the time you you know upgraded it to a reasonable CPU and 16 gigs of RAM at least, and at least a one terabyte SSD. And then you were talking about twenty six hundred or twenty eight hundred dollars um, to get the system with the eight hundred dollar graphics card inside. But you know that's one way that you could get one of these new RTX cards. So it is the best of times and it is the worst of times when it comes to building a gaming PC. The best because we've got all this great new stuff coming out that gives unprecedented levels of performance. Or maybe they're precedented, but not at these prices. So like the RTX 3070, which is a $499 graphics card, if you can get it, gives the same level of performance as NVIDIA's old 2080 Ti card that cost, I think, $1,200 when it came out a couple of years ago. So, you know, you're getting the level of performance that you would have previously paid well over $1,000 for, now getting it for for $500 when and if you can get it. Um, and of course, you, you can legit do serious 4K gaming with ray tracing with a 3080 card that's $799. And presumably with uh, a 6800 XT, Radeon 6800 XT, it will be the same thing. But we will have to see. Uh, meanwhile, something else to keep an eye on is for the first time that we've ever seen, there seems to be um, AMD is promising a synergy between its CPUs and its GPUs so that they will actually work better together than they would if you use the GPUs with an Intel chip. So, which is something that we haven't seen before. So they have a capability to have fast access to each other's RAM if you use one of the new uh, Ryzen CPUs that's coming out, you use an AMD five, uh, 500 series motherboard, 
you use you get one of these new Radeon, uh, these new Radeon 6000 series graphics cards, the CPU and the GPU will have fast access to each other's memory, allowing for what they say is going to be something like a 13% speed bump over what you would get if you paired it with an Intel chip or with one of their chips from a prior generation. So um, obviously we, we can't wait to see how that actually works in the lab. Yeah, that, that is an interesting, uh, an interesting like addition to the mix, right? Because in the past, yeah, the hardware companies have mostly kept their, their components independent of one another, but you know, uh, go back to the old days of, of home entertainment systems, right? The, the reason people chose Sony was because of how well their stuff interacted with one another. They worked alone, but it was all about how they worked together. So it makes sense that they would go this direction. Yeah, I mean, AMD is the only company that could because mm-hmm. um, NVIDIA doesn't make CPUs. Well, they don't make CPUs for, for PCs anyway. And... Intel, well, they're just dipping after so many years, mm-hmm. <laughs> dipping a toe in the water of discrete graphics. But so maybe someday they'll be at a place where they'll have competitive discrete graphics and they can tell a better together story about Intel graphics with Intel CPUs. But right now, AMD is the only one who can do this. Now, there's an interesting question, which is how are they doing it? Is it um, is it something that is really inherent to the technology or is it just a, something that they're unlocking in the BIOS that they could do um, through other means if they wanted to, you know, that, that they could make available to Intel, but they're not, they're just choosing not to, or um, we don't know. We, we don't know enough yet about the, the shared memory technology, but um, it sounds very promising and it is, you know, a big story for AMD. And of course, if AMD overtakes Intel on gaming performance, which has been one area where Intel has still been just a little bit better, still in most cases, I would I would have recommended people buy an AMD processor in the past because you're getting more threads for usually getting more threads for the money, you know, where you're usually getting, you know, more better multitasking performance for the money. But now, if you're getting better single-threaded performance, holy cow, Intel, you're in big trouble, at least for gaming PCs. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we've we've talked over the last couple of generations of AMD processors, generally since the announcement of the, the, the Ryzen line replacing all their old stuff, um, but... The last couple of generations in particular, we've talked about how, you know, they keep pushing and Intel almost seems to be ignoring that part of their business, possibly because they hadn't been truly challenged for a while. Um, And now they are, and they may not be able to keep up. They got problems. Intel has problems. They've They've had a lot of problems. Now, the one thing that Intel still has going for them is market dominance uh-huh. so they've got a lot of a lot of companies still don't don't a lot of oems that make pcs still either only build intel or they 
they kind of treat AMD, especially when it comes to laptops, yeah. treat kind of AMD as a side side thought. And a lot of times the AMD products get the AMD products get a lesser quality screen or worse Wi-Fi or something else is like a little bit of miss with the AMD powered uh, PCs that OEMs come out with. And, you know, Intel obviously has a lot, had a lot of money to throw at marketing, you know, shared marketing campaigns. So that's helped their position. Uh, but when you look at sort of pure performance for the money, Intel is, you know, Intel is hurting right now and eventually, and it is affecting sales, I think. And eventually, eventually it's going to become a bigger and bigger problem. And obviously a lot of this is of Intel's own doing because they were in, you know, they were in a leadership position, but they couldn't handle the transition to 10 nanometer. They had lots of problems, trans still having problems getting everything to 10 nanometer. Um, and they had problems with with meeting demand so you know lots lots of problems uh lots of problems with intel and of course uh, unlike nvidia which kind of saw where the market was going and really has invested heavily in things like ai and and um and with their acquisition of arm mobile things intel kind of failed on mobile. So yeah, it's a, it's a tough time to be in town. For true. Um, and it's actually interesting. Uh, I hadn't thought about it, you know, AMD and arm kind of puts AMD back in the position that it was in pre smartphones because AMD made basically all the chips for flip phones. <laughs> so it actually, right. actually well, kind of puts them back well, where they used AM to be. Well, AMD, AMD, does, NVIDIA owns ARM now. So NVIDIA That's what it was, it was is, NVIDIA. That's why it didn't occur to me before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> NVIDIA, so NVIDIA, NVIDIA now, NVIDIA had tried to be in phones, by the way, mm -hmm. a little bit, because a few years ago they had the Tegra chips and they were trying to get uh, phone makers to adopt, to adopt Tegra. And I think we saw like one or two Tegra phones and it just never caught on. Uh, but now that, now obviously the ARM IP is in everything. Uh, in every phone. So that puts NVIDIA in a really, really strong position. Um, but AMD, you know, at least they're leveraging their, their, ex they're leveraging their expertise in, um, in GPU and CPU to, to kind of bring you the best of both together. Yeah. It's an interesting time for hardware uh, for sure. Uh, obviously I imagine that we've got, uh, content out there on uh on everything that's going on yes so if you go to uh, tomshardware.com we've got all kinds of uh explainers on the new card on the new the new graphics cards the new radeon cards we've got um reviews of the 3090 3080 and 3070 and an article about where to find one if you can and and um we also will have an article from me this week about why what I just discussed, which is why this is a really difficult time to build a premium gaming PC. I really have to emphasize premium because if you want to just build uh, something for medium gaming, you know, just sort of a not even cheap, 
you know, mid-range, you know, under like $1,300, dollars $1, it's still an okay time. But if you want the latest and greatest, it is not a good time. That is for sure. And it's always it's always unfortunate to see times like this, but you know, this is this is an especially weird time with all the the bots and scalpers out there. Um, but as always, Avram, thank you for bringing all this information because I didn't follow any of this stuff this week trying to get ready for Roboticon. So I'm very glad to hear about uh, all of this. And uh, as always, I look forward to what we talk about next.